Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, final hour of the Lake Show. And I want to kick it off with talking about a dispute with FanDuel. FanDuel. They should tell the Jacksonville Jaguars of the National Football League to kick rocks. FanDuel should tell an NFL football team Get out of here. We're not giving you a dime. That's what FanDuel should do. Because the Jacksonville Jaguars, they are asking FanDuel to reimburse them for some, if not all, of the approximately $20 million in stolen proceeds a former employee lost on the site. Here's the kicker. FanDuel is unwilling to pay. And they shouldn't, in my opinion. So this is the situation. This is what happened. An individual by the name of Amit Patel, a mid-level finance manager, has pleaded guilty to stealing $22 million through a virtual credit card system that the Jacksonville Jaguars use for expenses. Sources with knowledge of the case told ESPN that Patel lost about $20 million of the funds on daily fantasy and sports bets at FanDuel, which had assigned him a VIP host. He lost about $1 million on DraftKings. So we've got a Jacksonville Jaguars employee that has a wagering problem. They have a sports gambling problem. Apparently, it's not very good either. And they stole money from the organization to be exact $22 million they used to wager on FanDuel and then another million on DraftKings. Jacksonville catches up with what he's doing. They see that the money's stolen. They trace it back to him. Money's gone. He bet it. And lost it with FanDuel. He transferred the money directly from the virtual credit card system to FanDuel. And so now the Jacksonville Jaguars, they're saying to FanDuel, we want our money back. Dan, it's gone. If I am FanDuel, kick rocks, Jacksonville. I'm sorry. Your employee needs to do serious time in jail. Your employee screwed you over. And we're sorry about that. We understand how you feel. But if I'm FanDuel, if I'm the CEO of FanDuel, if I'm controlling FanDuel, if I own FanDuel, you ain't getting a dime from me. I'm sorry. I, I'm, not, I'm not doing that. It's not my problem. No, n- none of this is FanDuel's fault. 
the employee stole money. Whatever the employee does with that money, that is the employee. FanDuel is being treated, I would look at them as a retailer at that point. They provided a service. And, okay, he took it. He took the money illegally. That is the bigger concern. That's the problem. It doesn't matter if he he, he bought, you know, prostitutes and hotel rooms and cars and what it doesn't matter what he spent the money on. Yep. He stole the money from your organization. Yeah, because if he spent it on prostitutes or, or just sex workers or whatever, yeah. like how you never be able to get that back. Yeah, like how so what's are, the difference? There, there's, there's no difference. I, I don't know. I like the Khan family as business people, but whoever is advising this is an idiot. Like it, it, it is. I mean. Maybe the woman who had the couch is the one that is behind this too. Who the hell knows? Is there it's ridiculous? Any, it's it, this is so is ridiculous. Is there anybody out there in the listening audience that sides with the Jacksonville Jaguars? I'm curious to see if there's anybody out there that that actually thinks that they they should do that. That they should be taking this stance. Six five one four six one nine two two six. Because I don't. You that, got you got to chalk it up to this guy's going to jail, and we're out of the money. And by the way, it says yes. it says that he siphoned the funds over three and a half years, according to federal documents. In December, he pleaded guilty to fraud charges in federal in federal court in Jacksonville. He faces up to thirty years in prison and a half a million dollar fine when he is sentenced on March the twelfth. Uh, the source familiar with the situation said discussions are ongoing among FanDuel, the Jaguars, and the NFL on what the source called a quote a settlement. However, the source said the way they see it, we got this money fair and clear. It's not our problem that we have to forfeit it back to you. That, that's the equivalent of Henry Lake has a wagering problem at Canterbury Park. Mm-hmm. And somehow, some way, I siphoned off money from Odyssey. And I siphoned off a million dollars, and I'm out at the track in Shakopee, and I'm just betting away, and I'm betting away, and 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 the, and the people at at uh, at, at Canterbury Park, or let's say Treasure Island, yeah. or Mystic Lake, they have no idea that this is stolen money that I'm taking. Nor from, should they. They why would they be concerned with that? They it's none of their concern. They are getting the money. Now I will say this. I will say this. I agree with you on that. And I don't think that because my stance is the same as you. I, but the thing about it, though, is if I'm FanDuel, yeah. I would have questions about $20 million. You would be surprised at how many, how many people can play a large amount of money, especially if it's spread out over three years. I'm just saying that, but I don't care. I don't care if it's spread, spread over 10 years. $20 million or $22 million? That's a lot of money. It, it, and he's it, a mid-level finance manager? But th- they don't know who he is or I, but what, his, but, what his tax status is. But to get a VIP host mm-hmm. assigned to you, don't they have to verify how much you make? I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't play that much money on FanDuel. It's, and, and I play FanDuel and DraftKings Every single day. Oh, so you're the guy that's still. Yeah, place. yeah. I well, why do you think Odyssey had to file for Chapter 11 because of this guy? Got to support my my gambling habit. 
No, I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> I, I got nothing. I got nothing you, for you. You got nothing for me. No, this is FanDuel is not in. They don't have any obligation to return this money whatsoever. Like the Jackson, this comes off as cheap. This comes off as petty. Because if you're an NFL franchise outside of the Arizona Cardinals who makes their players pay for meals, and maybe the Cincinnati Bengals who used to make players pay for towels after they showered, your $20 million should not be something that you're going to look at FanDuel and say, you know what, we're more concerned about getting our money back from you than we really were. How did this person get $20 million in the first place? Like, how did it take this long for you to figure out this person was scamming your organization? Like, that's the part that I don't understand. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, if he spends money at a dealership, I mean, is the dealership going to return the money? Is you know, do you have to return the car? Like, I I don't understand. This is this is very petty by the Jacksonville Jaguars. And yeah, Fanduel. I'd say you know, Fanduel. You know, they put it deuces. You're not getting this money. Yeah, they're not going to get the money back. And the text line has said nothing wrong with them asking. Not much chance it will happen, but they can ask, which I agree with. I totally agree with. Uh, Didn't Tom Petters take people money? He was found guilty, went to jail. Now, I think the courts of banks went after people Petters spent money on and got some back. Uh, How was that not similar? This is not the same thing at all. And you even said in your text, Petters spent money, um, went after the people. Mm -hmm. Sports wagering, those wagers are, they're lost. They're lost. Yeah, that 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 money is that money's that, gone. That money's gone. Like now, now, so yeah. if Tom Petters gives Henry Lake a million dollars for whatever reason, and when the authorities come to me, and and I still have, let's say, I have a half a million of it. Yeah, yeah they're entitled to to take what what I got. They from can him. get, but but if you, this that, is not the same. Yeah, if you had already taken the other five hundred thousand and gone out to Canterbury and you'd lost it, that's. That's money that and Tom is, Petters he had the, the the big Ponzi scheme. Oh yeah, with the Petters uh, Group worldwide. Yeah, a, absolutely. A, and at that point, like, yeah, Canterbury is not responsible. Like, where you spend that money, yep. is not they are not liable for any of that. And it it's a bad precedent. It's a bad bad look by the Jacksonville Jaguars. It is a really bad look. I just man. But this is the same organization that hired Urban Meyer, so are we really expecting a whole lot? Whoa. You really went there, huh? Well, I, you know, I mean, facts can't be controversial, Lake. What did Urban do wrong? <laughs> <laughs> How much time you got? <laughs> hey, man, he's partying with the co-eds in, uh, what, Columbus now, so good, good for you, Herb, but not uh, when, you're, when you're kicking your kickers who have to kick. Not a good way to keep your job. Yeah, that wasn't a good look. <laughs> you know, your 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 kicker is hurt, and you're kicking his what hamstring? Yeah, I, I don't think that the Petters thing is not. It's not the I same. I don't think it's. I don't think it's. I don't think it's comparable. I, I don't. I'm sorry. I, I just. I can understand on the surface where you would make that connection because of scamming, and then that money. You know, how can you recover it from the individuals that he spent the money on? But with this, yeah, th- this money, it's gone into thin air. 
And I hope that the people people that got um, that lost money on the Petters thing, I hope mm-hmm. that a lot of people got money back. I really do. I I just there's no way. How do you retrieve this money back from from Fanduel? You can't do it. You can't because I I have to imagine some of that's already been it's already been reallocated in other payouts. Like they've got like I mean dozens of contests every single day that have different price points that have different entry fees that have all sorts of different structures and those have all of that money goes in and then it gets paid out. So once it goes into FanDuel, like you can't, you can't say so much went to this person with this payout. So much went to this person. Well, how about this? Listen to this. It it says uh, there's an attorney, Doug Kelly. He's, he's the, he was the court appointed receiver in the bankruptcy case resulting from the fraud. This is with the whole Petter situation, right? Mm -hmm. Um, brought the suit against BMO Harris. Kelly said that Petters ran $3.7 billion through a BMO Harris bank checking, and they never once filed a suspicious activity report with the feds. To me, there's levels to this. Kelly believed if BMO Harris had done so, the whole scam could have been stopped in his tracks. Now, I'm not saying that it would have been stopped in his tracks here with with the Jacksonville Jaguars, but $22 million for somebody that's not like an executive mm-hmm. with the organ. To me, there's there were red flags that should have been looked at. Again. I'm just I, saying. Yeah, and I, I, don't know how, I don't know how FanDuel would vet anybody that's at that level. And, I mean, I, I don't know if they're asking for income statements, if they're asking for some sort of verification. But you can always cook the books, too. I mean, people can cook the books to say – whatever they want. So who you know, this mid-level employee could have somehow fabricated his, you know, just because he didn't make it doesn't mean that he might not have given them information that verified, okay, well yeah, he is making this much money, so it completely seems like the up and up because again, I don't feel like it's it's FanDuel's you even if they did verify everything. And those, and this is strictly hypothetical, trying to get into the weeds. Mm-hmm. If what this employee gave them was false, it's not FanDuel's responsibility to to vet this one person to verify that everything's accurate. I mean, you you have to trust the people that you're doing business with. Yep. All right. Six five one four six one nine two two six. Something occurred yesterday that involves the National Football League. I guess to a certain degree, Major League Baseball. And I wonder what the penalty should be. We get to that next year on the Lake Show. Patrick Mahomes is in the news, not just because he's the best quarterback alive, not just because he's trying to win his third Super Bowl in six years. I mean, he's just amazing. Patrick Mahomes' name is in the news because of his namesake. His father, Patrick Mahomes Sr., was arrested Saturday night in Tyler, Texas for a DUI. Patrick Mahomes Sr. should never be allowed to drive a vehicle again. Yeah, I said it. 
He should not be allowed to drive a vehicle again. He is facing a charge of driving while intoxicated, third or more, with this bond being set at $10,000. He was released on Sunday. The charge is a third-degree felony and carries a sentence of up to 10 years in prison if he is convicted. Do I think for one second, even though this is what he's faced with, that Patrick Mahomes Sr. is going to do jail time? No. I don't think, well, let me say this. He's not doing 10 years. Is it possible that he could do some jail time? Yes, because he's already done that with the previous DWI in 2018, sentenced to 40 days in jail, which he served on weekends. So he served weekends in jail. I'd love to get some reaction from you guys on the text line or via phone call at 651-461-9226. Am I out of my mind to say that Patrick Mahomes Sr. should never be allowed to drive again? He's rich. His son is one of the greatest and best athletes and most popular athletes in the world. He doesn't need to drive. He may want to drive, doesn't need to drive. He can Uber. He can have a chauffeur. He Whatever. He has had continuous time after time after time DUIs. He hasn't gotten the message. And let me say this. I have a family member that has been in the same situation as Mr. Mahomes. And my family member, I can't tell you the last time I've I've seen them drive. I don't think that they've driven in a dozen years. I'm dead serious. I'm not sure if they're if they're ever going to get their license back ever. I don't think that he should be allowed to drive anymore. He's 54. If you haven't learned your lesson by now, after the first or the second or the third or the fourth, you shouldn't be allowed to drive again. That's me. I wonder if his sentence, his license has ever been revoked. Because I'm just trying to, to see here. And I don't know if if it has. It it definitely is an issue if he's a repeat offender. I think to say that he even sh- if it hasn't been revoked, he, he got off scot free. Then oh yeah, I mean, I'm looking at it here. You know, driving while intoxicated, third or more. That's that's a problem. It's a definite problem. I I don't know if I agree with he shouldn't be able to drive, ever. But I do feel like his license needs to be suspended or revoked for a period of time. What's a period of time? I, I, I mean, I don't know. A year? Two years? I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm talking more than, you know, just 90 days or six months. Because this is a repeated pattern of bad behavior. This on the 651. People make mistakes, Henry. Cut the guy a break. This is his fourth DUI. What are you talking about? Cut him a break. Cut him a break until what? Somebody dies? Like, some, in all seriousness, I, the texter can't be serious. Well, I, Cut I, him a break? Well, I th- He's I, not a first-time offender. I, I know, but when you say he should never be able to drive again, I feel like there's got to be 
layers. There's There's got to be a progression before you get to that point. If you revoke his license and he ends up driving when he shouldn't, then you suspend it permanently. And then you've got an issue. But to say right now, because there are people that have many, many more DUIs. I'm saying the same for them, too. No, I'm, I'm saying, but there, there are people who have more DUIs than Patrick Mahomes Sr., and yet they are still getting behind the wheel. Now, legally or illegally. I'm saying all of them. I, I, under, I understand. But I guess I'm, I'm just looking at this. And it's his third DUI. Yeah, it's a problem. It's a problem. The alcohol consumption and the bad decision-making is absolutely a problem. And, and, and to the texture, I'll say this. How about this? Because the people make mistakes, and yeah, that's not breaking news. We know that people make mistakes. This is three DUIs. Mm-hmm. How about this? How about you say, you know what? Um, we'll give you a choice. You never drive again, or we'll give you... Uh, it, but 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 if you never drive uh, uh, again, then that, we'll let bygones be bygones, and just give you um, a financial penalty. Okay, there's because there's got to be a penalty. You just can't say we're going to let you off scot free. We'll we'll have you pay a monetary penalty, and you never drive again, or mm-hmm. or you're doing significant jail time. Some of this too, when you get to a point. There becomes some sort of probationary, you know, course taking. Okay, you have to take, you have to attend Alcoholics Anonymous, or you you have to go to some sort of of uh, treatment or detox program, whatever. You have to go out and try and get yourself help. You know, maybe that could be part of it before we instantly jump all the way to the your license. You can't drive for the rest of your but life. But am I jumping though? This is this is the number three. I, I no, I I understand that. I'm just saying. I mean, I mean, if, if I, the, if, I, if, I feel if, like it's it's I feel like it's it's a little harsh to go. I understand where you're coming from, and I'm not saying you're well, wrong. Well, hold on, time, time out. You think that it's harsh for a multimillionaire whose son is worth a half a billion dollars? It's harsh for me to say he should not drive a vehicle for the rest of his life at the age of 54 when he can have somebody drive for him. I say you you treat him like you would treat everybody else. Don't give him special treatment. What do you mean, give him special treatment? Well, just no, beca- no, 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 no. Just because he can have somebody drive for him, I mean, doesn't mean he you know, should always. I'm not saying no, 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 no. I I am not sit, sit, sitting here on this radio show saying that we should make it more harsh on him. He is going to be able to deal with it more favorably because he is rich. Is my point. Like, that's just a terrible decision. That's an even – if you are broke Henry Lake mm-hmm. that needs your vehicle to get to and from work, like, you're in a worse-off spot than Patrick Mahomes Sr. I, right? I, I agree. But in terms of looking at him and saying, well, you've got the means that you know, we can be a little harsher on you than we can on, on everybody else because you have the means. I'm not saying that. That's not what I'm saying. You're interpreting it wrong. I'm not saying be harsher on mm-hmm. him. I'm saying that we should be more critical of him, not harsher in terms of the penalty. I'm saying that if, if it was me and mm-hmm. I had three DUI, then go ahead and – then Lake, sorry, you're not driving mm-hmm. anymore. I'm not saying what applies to him shouldn't apply to myself. 
if I'm putting myself in his shoes, I'm the dumb dumb that's doing that. And like I referenced before, I have a family member that hasn't driven in a gazillion years because of the situation. And by the way, the authorities say he had an open container in the vehicle. <laughs> I'm being too harsh now because people are drive, getting DUIs. Not one, not two, but three. Henry Lake is being too harsh. 651-461-9226. More Lake Show next. I don't think I'm being too harsh. I really don't. And I'm not saying this just for shock value. But this to me is a three strikes and you're out situation. If you drive drunk so many times, man, something bad is just bound to happen at some particular point. Yes, everybody makes mistakes. I totally get that. No one's disputing that. We all make mistakes. We all have flaws. But this is a problem. From the 320, everyone can make one mistake, but he made the same mistake three times. No excuse. If he hit your loved one, would you still want another chance? And, the, and unequivocally, we know that that answer is no. And let's just be clear here. Is anybody out there going to lose sleep over or shed a tear if he can never drive again, but he's got a chauffeur or he's taken Ubers for the rest of his life? Of course not. Of course not. He's got the means, and I'm not saying make it harsher because they have the means. I'm saying across the board. I'm putting myself in no shoes. If it's me and it's three strikes, I'm sorry. I have passed on the opportunity to get behind the the wheel. That is on me. I own that. Let's go to Mark in Minneapolis. How you doing, Mark? Hey, Lake. Love your show. Appreciate it. Real quick, you know, it's kind of funny. When I was growing up, my dad was used to listen to WCCO, and I was like, Dad, I'll listen to country. I'll listen to anything else but WCCO. <laughs> I've, I've got it on all the time. I, like I said, I love your show. Appreciate it. Just kind of tuning in on this. I, uh, I'm also in recovery, recovering addict. Uh, and Praying for I you. manage a, a sober home in Minneapolis here, and uh, I've had guys that come through three strikes and they have to get that uh, breathalyzer or whatever that thing is called. Yep. And they have to go through a lot. Um, One gentleman in particular, it was like $1,200 fine. And then he has to put the interlock, which I think don't quote me is like 900 to a thousand dollars. And Every time he turns, before he turns his key on, he's got to breathe in this. Mm-hmm. If he breathes in it and he's got anything in the system, it won't start. Now, for myself, I have a CDL. We are totally scrutinized. I mean, I can't. There again, like I said, I don't drink. I don't do any of that anymore. And But for CDL drivers, if I had two beers, I'm over the limit. Mm. Mm. I mean, it, it is. It's 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 sad the way. Let me it, ask you. Let me ask you this, Mark. Let me ask you that. First off, man, I'm gonna keep you in prayer. 
uh, and I'm so glad that uh, you're in your recovery and you're sober right now. I, I truly mean that when I say that to you, Mark. Um, second, I appreciate that. Yeah, s- secondly, am I being too harsh on Patrick Mahomes Sr.? Be, be honest with me. Um, you know, like, I don't know. Not, I don't know if harsh is a word. Okay. You're, you're a very opinionated person, and that's what I like about your show. Appreciate it. I really do. You, I think you go around every topic and you really dive into it mm-hmm. and you, you dissect it. So I, you know, I don't know. I guess he should, he's in a sense, he's no different than anybody else. Yep. 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 He, in in a sense, Mark, he has advantages that none of us have, right? Like, like he's, he is the, he is the father of the most well-known quarterback living and breathing right now. So he's got built-in advantages. And let me say this. There was a young man, and this is why I think that I view it a little bit differently, Mark, is that, and I'll let you hop back in, is that I remember years ago, there was an unbelievable young man, an uh, awesome kid, a uh, great athlete basketball player that went to Park Center High School named Steven uh, Toussaint. I went to his funeral after he was brutally killed in a car accident by somebody that was both drunk and high. So I, I kind of I feel a certain way about that when I know his story. You know what I mean? No, I you know, and, and maybe, like, that's why you are, um, I don't know if jaded is the word or. <laughs> we can go with that. Bias on this yep. as far as. That you know, no three strikes and you're out. Yeah. Now I don't know, but I think if you've had three, you get your breathalyzer back, you get back in good graces. I think if you get a fourth, you lose it for good. And then I think it's, I think it's a felony, and and it may don't quote me. I'm not up on the laws. It may be a felony after three. And that's something you have to live with for the rest of your – I mean, that's on your record forever. Yeah. Yep. And, and, and you know, I mean, to kill somebody, man, I – if I, if I was under the influence and killed somebody, even not under the influence, I, I, I'd have a hard time living with myself. Yep. No, I'm, to- I'm totally with you. Hey, thanks for the phone call from Mark in Minneapolis, and I appreciate all the compliments. L- let, me, let me read you something real quick, okay? And, and, and let me be fully transparent that I'm not sure exactly how this, this – this diagram's a little bit kind of – I don't know. I, I'm trying to read through it here with regards to – it's an overview. The document itself is 20 pages long. Okay. It's an overview of Minnesota's DWI laws. Okay. Now, it has two sections that we're looking at. One section is administrative license revocation for uh, DWI offenses – and then there's administrative license revocation for criminal vehicular operation involving alcohol. All right, let's start with, with that one, okay, with the one I just mentioned. It says type of injury, okay, number of impairment incidents, bodily harm or substantial bodily harm. Your first, it says two years, Okay. Second in two in ten years. So if you have a second within ten years, four years. Okay. Okay. Third in ten years or fourth on the record, 
it's six years. Okay? Now, now listen to this. That That's the number of impaired incidents where the outcome is bodily harm or substantial bodily harm. The Right below that, it's great bodily harm or death. Number in, of impaired incidents. The first, six years. The, the second, in 10 years. Okay, second in a 10-year span. Second in a 10-year span, yeah. Eight years. This one, it says third in 10 years or fourth on record is 10 years. I, I, to me, that's light. That's very light. When we're talking about you're trading bodily harm, great bodily harm or, or death. death. That, that's just, so now let me go to the first um, um, uh, item here, very, and, then, very and then we'll get ready to go to break. Okay. It says administrative license revocation for DWI offenses. Type of offense. Now, this is where your uh, the um, AC is under .16. Okay. Okay? It says the first 90 days, 180 days if under 21. Okay? Second in 10 years or third on record, a year. Uh, this is all under .16. Uh, third in 10 years or fourth on record, three years. Fourth in 10 years, uh, four years. Fifth. Fifth plus on record six years. Now, but they got two lanes here, though, okay? okay? Because because the identifier, and you can go to the website and check it out. Um, the they got AC under point one six. They have it one uh point one six or over, and then they also have that'd be like twice the legal limit. And then they also have they also have a box where it says test refusal. I think that the thing that I'm going to have to look into a little bit more because it's a little bit awkward how it reads here. Okay. But it says revocation for the first couple boxes where it says the first or second in 10 years or third. Mm-hmm. But then when you move beyond that, it says cancel and denied. So I need to flesh that out and look a little bit more into it so I have more of the facts on that. But I'm going to okay. look more into that okay. because this has really got me so curious about all this stuff. But I guess the overarching point that I'm trying to make is that we should realistically in society take the whole DUI stuff a little bit more serious. And if anything, I actually think because of his celebrity status and his son's celebrity status, he's going to get more of a pass than you and I. That's just well, me. Probably. That's just me. Even if, even if it's his third, yeah, he's, yep. he's going to get more of a pass. Yeah. Yep. All right, the final segment of The Lake Show coming up next. All right, final couple of minutes here on The Lake Show. What the heck are you wearing? I'm a slick Mick guy. I'm assuming reference to uh, the wrestling reference, right? Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah, there's a Figures. there's a T-shirt that says I'm a Paul Heyman guy, and uh, this was kind of an offshoot that was produced by uh, Sean Skinner from uh, Fox Nine. Actually helped to create this, and then we got the rights to it. But it's for uh, Mick Karch, my my yep. friend Mick Karch. That's what I, that's what I figured it was for. <laughs> yep, yeet. Yep, my my podcast guy. My hey, podcast friend. speaking of which, I, um, I'm disappointed, and I haven't seen it for, with my own eyes, mm-hmm. but I'm disappointed in the reviews that I've gotten about the uh, the Von Eric movie. Oh man, there's. Have you seen it yet? I I haven't. No. Oh man, but I've, I've the reviews are not good. People are like, it's they're like they could have saved it. It, there, there are a couple things in there that have also been omitted 
And one of them was the death of well, one of their. Oh, go ahead. Well, hold on, hold on. Don't don't spill too much of the. No, no, no. Oh, okay, I'm, okay, go ahead. No, I, I'm just. They were omitting uh, certain tragedies okay. in that because they felt like it would be too much. Okay. Even though that's part of the story. Got you. So they've got yeah you. they they've they've omitted things, and you're like you can't sugarcoat some of that stuff. You you're going to tell the story. You got to tell the real story. I, I can't tell you, man how much of a Kerry Von Erich fan I was. I love that guy. <laughs> I absolutely loved Kerry mm. Von Erich. He was one of my all-time fans. When you say, Lake, who was – where does he rank <laughs> for you? Is he top ten? Is he top five? <laughs> He's top three. Kerry, I loved him, man. And Kerry Von Erich was not even the most talented of all the Von Erichs. I mean, Kevin was the one, but Kerry was the one – because of the body, because yep. of the physique. I mean, yep. he, he was the one that got all of the opportunities. He was the one that, you know, got to the WWE and, you know, the Texas Tornado. And, I mean, he did – he had his demons, man. He, he Oh, no question about it. He had his but demons. But remember now, I used to always spend summers down south oh, yeah. at some point with my, my grandparents in either Newport, Arkansas mm-hmm. or Memphis, Tennessee. And – the Von Erichs hit different down south. Oh, they did. The same it, way that Jerry Lawler yeah. hit different down south. And you think about what he did. He had a prosthetic foot. Yes. He lost his foot in a motorcycle accident. Which I didn't know anything about. I know. All right, that's going to wrap it up tonight. We will talk to you guys tomorrow. Same channel, same time, 6 until 9. Right here on, well, we're the good neighbor. News Talk, 830 WCCO. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.